Hola amigos and welcome back to Willie's View Podcast and Nathan too. And also want to welcome author Patrick Power back to the studio. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. It's good to be back. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Um, the COVID seems to be going away and back on track after getting on an inhaler. It's, it's done wonders. Good to hear, good to hear. Long COVID sucks. It's very hard on the body. Oh, so my I'm God. Glad, yes. glad that you're on the mend, my friend. Yes, and uh, the good news is I uh, found out that I don't have the blood clot in my lungs anymore. Good. Yeah, so we're, we're 2023 is shaping up a lot better, so it's going good. Good. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to have you back because this is actually our season premiere for our 10th season, so congratulations for being that guest. Woohoo! Thank you. It's an honor. <laughs> imagine, imagine, imagine air balloons falling all around. <laughs> Woohoo! And glitter bombs too. Yeah. So what's going on with your awesome book? Um, I know everybody can't stop talking about the Chimera Clan. Are you going to be doing more books to that series? Yeah, most definitely. Um, so the, it started all off with The Chimera Wolf, and it's out and available on Amazon. The Chimera Clan will be coming soon. Right now it's going under formatting, and then it goes through one final read-through for proofreading. Right. And then it will be available on Amazon as well, and I will be doing a launch for that when it's Oh, yeah, closer. that's good. Do you have like a set guideline for yourself of like how many books you want to do per that series and will there be a spinoff of that book or are you going to be doing other genres well i have some standalone books that i'm i'm working on but for the chimera series i initially have planned for it to be like a five book series but it's yeah. going to end up probably being a six book series now because you know my ocd brain going off into it oh i understand tangents yeah. Um, because book three will be a, it's part of the series, but it's a spinoff on two different characters that are in book one and two, but the main characters will pop in, in this book. Um, the third book will be called Forbidden Human Love, which will be the love interest of the sheriff in the book Mm -hmm. with his destined mate. Um, and then book... Four will be returning to Genesis Moon, the pack that Austin grew up in. Okay. And it'll be it'll be kind of going through how book one ended and who ended in charge of the pack to kind of starting new and starting fresh from the, the trauma of what happened in book one. And then book what was it? Five is supposed to be Aurora and her beta mate, which don't want to give out too much spoilers, but it involves um, Austin Danny's children. Um, and then book six will be The Lone Alpha, which also involves a spinoff from Austin Danny's children. I like that. I like that. Um, do you know how, like, offhand for yourself? When the books will release within, like, the year, or are you going to spread them out? So, the Chimera Clan, I'm hoping, knock on wood, Mm -hmm. I should have it out by April, 
at the latest. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I will have a standalone, which will be released probably late fall. Okay. Um, it's going to be called Jed and the Wolves of Desire. It is, if you can imagine, college werewolves meet uh, Magic Mike meets Fifty Shades of Oh Yeah. Uh, so that's what that one is going to be about. And then I, by the time that rolls around, I should probably be knee-deep in writing out uh, Forbidden, Forbidden Human Love. I love that. You're, you're right on point for that one because... As we all know, this will be the final movie for um, Magic Mike. So with you teasing something similar to that, that's even better because uh, we're going to need something to recover after we lose Magic Mike the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I, I will say um, Mr. Tatum did inspire me to like, oh, yeah, I can just imagine that dance move in my head. Mm. And now how do I now how do I play that my move into Jed? Yeah, and it's good. It's good that it inspires us as writers because that's what we need. We need such inspiration, and if it's from a movie, even better. Yep, and it's always it's always good to have inspiration, but it's never good to take from somebody else and claim as your own. So I always try to make sure everything that I do with my people, with my characters, that it's something unique and something of their own. I might have some inspiration in life that might hit me, but I don't copy it. Yeah, let's go into that a little bit. I've noticed this, and this is me also as a writer. I've known that there's just so many platforms that you see that our hard work is getting stolen from. Very much so. And authors always, authors, whether it's your a music author, uh, an author in literature, an artist where you're making paintings and pictures, always know your worth and always know that when your stuff is protected. Because once anything like books or art is tangible, and you can hold it in your hand and it's tangible, it's already copyrighted under you. Because you you, as long as you keep all your proof and your evidence of you created it, but go the extra step and go through the licensing, copywriting, through the uh, <clears throat> Library of Congress. It, it, helps. May cost a little mo- it, it may cost a little money, but it will help you in the long run if you ever have to file a lawsuit. Yeah, and you know, you, you it's true what they say, you do get paid you do get what you uh pay for. Yeah. Very much so. But if you ever if anyone ever sees their stuff on a on a piracy site or if they ever see someone else using their licensed work without permission, don't ever just roll over. You have to fight. And sometimes it's a hard fight. Sometimes it's a long fight. Yeah. But dig in and definitely make sure if you ever see your stu- stuff anywhere else, send them a cease and desist letter. Send them proof in that letter of you are the sole owner and sole proprietary of that intellectual property because they have up to 10 business days to rectify the situation. And failure to do so could then lend 
lend them in end them into uh, litigation and just make sure you people are protecting their protecting their butts you know you, in this day and age you have a good idea and you could be sailing along especially if your stuff's on Amazon and then all of a sudden someone steals your work and puts it on a piracy site or they put it on another digital platform somewhere and claim it as theirs and just change the cover or change the not even that sometimes they don't even change that uh, then Amazon removes your stuff then you're out the money while they're over here on a third party site raking in money on your hard work yeah it's a, yeah, scary, it's a scary thought but unfortunately it happens more than often a lot yeah so like the one way that I caught someone stealing my art mm -hmm. uh, Austin's first kiss which was art that I had commissioned for book one I was always doing, I always periodi pre uh, periodically, sorry, similar to my own words, periodically uh, do a re reverse image search mm -hmm. to where I search for my cover, I search for any of the graphic designs that I use, that I paid for, for advertisements, for my art, and that's how I caught someone taking art from my book and posting it as his book cover. But luckily, that site has um, adhered to the cease and desist after I bombarded them with a second cease and desist letter uh, outlining all the places where in their bylaws and their contracts that both party, whether it's that platform and that author, are both uh, vagrantly uh, not paying attention to their own contract and mm -hmm. At 3 o'clock this morning, I got an email back from them saying, we apologize for the inconvenience. Um, we changed the cover. Well, you know, that is good, and I congratulate you. And the word of the day is that you fight for what's yours. Yes. Because if you don't, you're just going to let that guy, uh, or he or she, whoever it is, um, if you don't fight for it, then um, you let them win. Yeah. And that leaves and you vulnerable to more um, targeting. Yeah, and it just it just opens up more of a can of worms of well, Jack. I got away with stealing from Jack. Let me go to, to Jill and Jane and Joe and everyone else and steal from them, and make money off of their works while their stuff is pulled down because I have it now. And now I'm making money on what yeah. they worked so hard for. Yeah. That's true. Can you share with us some positive uh, vibes that you as a writer have learned throughout this process? Yes, yeah, so whether it's the Facebook community or it's the author talk community or even book talk in general, um, when you put the, the word out, hey, um, this is happening to me, they will really rally together, and the support that's out there is amazing and phenomenal that readers and authors alike will rally behind other author, <laughs> other authors to say, hey, this isn't right. It's, it's phenomenal to have that, that love and support from the community. Yes, they are very strong. They're very loyal. And do you have any um, shout-outs that you'd like to give at this time? Um, 
Not at this time, okay. just because I mean I don't want to put people on the spot without their direct permission beforehand. Of course, because <laughs> some people some people are like, no, it's like I don't need I don't need the publicity. I just need to help a friend out, and as I, I can respect yeah. that. Well, that's good to know. At least you know that your true friends are. And you learned a lot through this process. And, you know, that's one of the unfortunate but good things about it. You learning more through the process of uh, being a writer. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's always the possibility that someone out there might, might not know, oh, I can't use this image. So if you see something on on Facebook or Instagram, Pinterest, just because you see an image doesn't mean you can just use it. You have to go to places that have stock images that anyone can use. Otherwise, you have to go and pay for licensure of use of people's works. So just always be mindful if you're an indie author out there just starting out or if you're a graphic design artist mm-hmm. just starting out. If you don't know, you don't know. And for those incidences, it's it's hard to come down on someone with a hammer for them that might not know, but ignorance is not bliss. Right. It's kind of like, here, here, here's a heads up and here's a, here's a tip, a gentle reminder and a friendly reminder. Always know where your artwork is coming from if you're creating a des- graphic design. That is why I personally do not like AI art. Because AI art will uh, scan the internet for what you're looking for, and you will either take someone else's image completely, or it will take bits and pieces from other people's works of art and put it together. So always be careful with AI art. I'm glad you mentioned that. Thank you. That's that's my little little soapbox, because it's like... Mm -hmm. Computer-generated artwork is fine and dandy. It's cute, cutesy, but... Most of the time, it's someone else's cutesy work that it takes. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then that person's not getting paid for it. And then that person catches it, and then they get mad because you stole their artwork. So always be careful and know your sources where your art's coming from. Is there other books or passion projects that you're working on in the... For year 2023, or are you pushing some back and doing some for the next year? How's that working out for you? The way my crazy brain works is I already have seven notebooks with me at any given time. And each notebook is for a different book. Oh, yes. Uh Uh-huh. And so, like, I'll get inspired by something or something will just click in my head. And all of a sudden, I'll have six pages of notes for a book. Um, one book that is in the future that's coming out, I don't know exactly when yet, because um, I kind of want to get Dread done, and then I want to work more on my series. Um, as I'm working on the series, I'll work on this one at the, at the same time. But it's called Decoding Shady Pines. Now, anyone who is anyone who is older might recognize the name Shady Pines. If you're a Golden Girls fan, you'll really recognize the name Sadie Pines as a retirement community that Sophia uh, was sent to. So it's kind of like, it kind of inspired me and gave me the idea for uh, Decoding Sadie Pines. It's going to be a 
book about a retirement community that the locked unit isn't a memory unit, but it is a supernatural unit. And the head nurse over there is the destined mate for a human that comes to work on the human side. Oh, wow. Sounds exciting. I've never got to see the Golden Girls spinoff. It's on Hulu, but I'm hoping to watch it one day. I heard it was pretty good, though. Oh, I have to look for it. Oh, you didn't see it yet either? It's on there. It's on there. Is it, is, it, is it the Golden Guys? No, no, no. It's Golden Girls. They got the Golden Girls, and then they have the Golden Girls uh, spinoff. The one where they own the hotel. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget I've seen the name of it, but I've seen it. I mean, I saw the, the I saw the title of it, uh, like a few weeks ago, but I haven't watched it yet because it's like, I want to say maybe twelve episodes, and that's just another series for me to watch. So I'll watch it one day. But I've got a lot of stuff that I watch right now. I I'm trying to tone down watching too much all at once. So um, it's on yeah. my wish list. So it's on there. But I've always loved Golden Girls. I love watching it in the on the weeknights. Oh yeah, I I, I loved me some Golden Girls with uh, Miss 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 Sassy, um, Sultry Miss Blanche, and uh, Miss Miss uh, Sophia and her little witty repartee to Dorothy and her very stern behavior. And then you have oh God, Rose. The the, the, yeah. the the village um, simpleton, as they were always made her out to be, but she actually wasn't. She actually was quite smart. Oh yes, I I, I like how they always got together and enjoy eating cheesecake together. Yes, love me some cheesecake. Yes, yes I love cheesecake. Yeah. The world's problems can be solved with cheesecake. Yes. <laughs> Only if it was that simple, right? Exactly. Oh, that's good. So. How are y'all doing over there in your area? Um, the COVID has the numbers gone down a lot. Have um, you seen major changes I in your seen, area? Um, I work in a retirement community, and our numbers have maintained a very low number so far this year. Oh, that's and good. At the end of last year, so good, yeah. we've been doing really great with that, and we've been blessed. Yeah, we're doing good over here in New Braunfels, uh, Texas. Um, when the last time I went for my doctor appointment, I was very impressed seen that a lot of the patients were wearing masks so it's good to see that some people are actually paying attention yeah it actually was one, uh, a comfort to know that they're wearing masks and you know that's always my main concern too especially going anywhere so what else did you want to share with us as far as um just the process that you've been working on any um, hurdles besides that you learned that your art was being stolen? What else do you uh, would like to share so the audience knows your full um, circle where you're at as a writer? Just making sure I, I budget for editing and budget for the uh, art. I, I have another... A round of editing that I'll be going through for the Chimera Clan, which I will be making payments on. And then I also have to uh, save up the money to have my lovely graphic artist uh, draw up another picture for book two. Oh, um, that's And good. it will be art that will get, hopefully, if I get it in time, I will have it just automatically inserted into the physical book itself. 
Oh, that's if really not, good. If not, it'll be another uh, transparency page that people can buy from my website. Oh, that's good. So did you find yourself a, 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 a PA and, and all that good stuff? Um, I've been doing a lot of stuff all on my own. So, I mean, I have my website, authorpatrickpower.com or pa-power.com. Both will take you uh-huh. to my, my website. Um, I have a graphic artist that I work I work solely with her at this point right now for all my art needs. I have a lady who makes tumblers. Um, I'm, let, I'm letting her, we're working out the details of letting her uh, print tumblers with my logo on it, or my, not my logo, but my book covers on it. Okay. If people wanted to order them through her, just so, you know, my book gets out there and it's wonderful advertisement. Oh, that's good. Now, is that listed in the website or is some something you're working on? It's listed on the website, but people can't do anything with it yet because I'm still ironing out details with her of how how we will go about it because she has three different sizes of tumblers, and so I would have to definitely just send her the graphic and say, okay, keep this on file, and then that way people will know that they can buy, and then <clears throat> I will put a link, a hyperlink on my website to send you to her, and then they'll have to, we're figuring out how she will know which ones that they want. Like, when they go to customize, they won't have the image to download. They'll have to tell her where they what image they wanted. Oh, that's good. Yeah, can you post it? I love tumblers. Oh, yeah. I do, too. I, I, I had to make a tumbler of the Chimera Wolf cover, and it is phenomenal, and I absolutely love it. Oh, she good. She does that uh, infusion. So she does the heat transfer. So it is amazing clarity. That's good. Now, what can you what can you share for other aspiring writers that like you? They're looking for artists, and they're looking for this, and they're looking for this. Can you offer any services from your own experience for them to check out? Not not from yours, of course, but just people similar like. Is there anyone that you can refer to for them to be on the same journey that you are? Um, I don't mind sharing my artist. Um, okay. She, she, I mean, I don't have enough work to keep her busy that that fast, but she is actually on... If you go to my website and look at the art, I have already got her link to her to her work and her pages okay. hyperlinked onto my page, so that way... People can go and find more art. She does phenomenal art for other artists, for other authors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just, I can't, I can't get, say enough for her. She, she, she's just amazing. But I mean, hunt around, like look around, find it on different Facebook groups. Go on Instagram, and if you find an an art an artist that you like, reach out to them because each artist is going to have the different price point. So right. you're going to have someone who's fairly new at it, but really good, and they're going to have reasonable reasonable rates for maybe your budget. But then there's going to be some people that have been doing it for 15, 20 years, and they're going to know their worth, and they're going to know, hey, this is the caliber I bring. So the old saying is, rings true. You get what you pay for. Yes, exactly. And sometimes you luck out really well, and you pay a very modest amount for phenomenal art. 
That's very true. That's very true. I appreciate the time that you spent for sharing your insight and congratulations again on your book and on the website. I, I did get to see that your website's up and going. I haven't clicked it yet, but I'm looking forward to check that out too. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, um, I want to wish you the best of your day and thank you for taking time for dropping in. No problem. Thanks for having me again. It's been a pleasure. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye.